0: Welcome to the Financial Advisors Advisor, the podcast offering guidance and advice on all things concerning financial advisors, RIAs, and the practitioners. Brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, it's the go-to podcast for any financial advisor in the wealth management business. Learn more and subscribe today at ercadvisors.com/slash podcast. And now, here's your hosts, Frank LaRosa and Dale Dempsey.
1: Hey guys, welcome. This is Frank LaRosa, CEO of Elite Consulting Partners. Welcome to our podcast. I have my uh, right-hand man, man of the hour, Dale Dempsey, my COO.
2: The man of the hour.
1: Man of, of the, the hour, hour,
2: man of the week. Uh, that's my new title. Can we change that? CEO, I'd, be, I'd rather be adventurer, explorer, and man of the hour. That would work. Could be whatever you want. <laughs> so yeah, welcome to the show. First of many, it's actually like, for me, when I when I visualize this, I, I see way down the road. I think we do a ton of episodes, but this is, it'll be great to go back at some point and listen to this episode. And I think we've got a great topic, no, it'll though. Be
1: a, it'll be a disaster. <laughs> right? I can't believe really we've recorded this. But uh, for those of you guys listening, this is something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. Really wanted to, I uh, spent a lot of time thinking about this and really wanted to bring something different to the industry for those that are listening, financial advisors, RIAs, et cetera. Wanted to make sure that this was, you're spending your time, 15, 20, 30 minutes. As every business owner, I understand the value of time and I can appreciate everyone listening in. But promise these won't be very long, but I want to make sure that the time that you are spending here devoting to us, to this podcast is worth worth your while. So we appreciate it. And we hope that you continue to listen to them. Um, If you have any uh, suggestions or ideas, uh, feel free to check out our website and uh, shoot us an email on topics that you might want to discuss. So, with that said, I thought one of the episodes that uh, topics that I want to talk about today is something that really just came up after me traveling or visiting with a, a client. That is um, trying to grow their practice, and you know they keep talking about succession planning, right? Down those,
2: every this hot topic, it's like the topic de jour. Yeah, it keeps coming up. Yeah, like well, at nauseum. Right? Yeah, people can throw around stats all they want, but simply put, I think, I think it's it's pretty obvious where advisors are at in their careers. Yeah, they're the getting older. They're getting older. <laughs> right. Simply put, we're not getting any younger. We're all getting older.
1: But I guess for me, I'm tired of hearing about everybody talking about succession planning. And they think it's just going to be this holy grail of growing the practice and a a solution to some problem with advisors getting older. I think something that is even more important and probably a greater risk to an advisor's business is what happens if you don't have a succession plan in place and something happens to you unexpectedly. I think there's a real gap in understanding of what needs to be done and it's sort of like you know, are you eating your own cooking, right? As a financial advisor, you give advice to your clients on uh, wealth management and estate planning and retirement planning. And ultimately, if you're doing sort of holistic financial planning, you're including in that uh, some level of uh, life insurance, trusts, estate planning, you you have- Healthcare, longevity. You have healthcare, you have disability insurance, you have- Medical insurance, health insurance, homeowner's insurance, everybody can get insurance on everything except you don't have insurance on your business. Right, And I think that's a big problem. And some of them can say, well, I have a partner. Well, that might be great that you have a partner, but if you don't have a written contingency plan in place, continuity plan in place, you're at risk and your family is at risk for not reaping the benefits of maybe what you spent 30 years of your life building you know, just been talking to advisors. I, I probably had five conversations this week about this topic with financial advisors. Matter of fact, for those of you that uh, maybe haven't haven't seen or are not following us on LinkedIn, we had a, an advisor client out in Arizona that recently made a move from Wells Fargo Finet to Soterra Advisors to a group called Wild Wealth Management, Trevor Wild, out in Arizona, and the primary driver for this advisor in making this move was really based on his clients demanding or asking about what happens to you, Jim, if you get hit by a car tomorrow, who's going to take care of my accounts and who's going to understand all the things that you understand about me. And he really didn't have anything because he was getting a little older, late 50s, early 60s. Clients are late 60s, early 70s. And there was a real problem was keeping him awake at night, rightfully so. And uh, we were able to find the right successor for him. Right. The
2: point but, being- But hold on, but that took time though. So, so the, it did. So, right, the process, I think what you're trying to, to to recap this someone, mind, what you're trying to say is that advisors, a lot of them, may not be going through this process the right way. If you look at it like dating, you're not going to date someone and then get married immediately. So in Trevor and Jim's case- it took years of of getting to know each other. Uh, now granted, they didn't have a plan in place necessarily, but they they took the right steps to just understand each other's practice, the service capabilities, what the clients were like, and ultimately, I would say consummated them. But that's the idea is that they have executed on the insurance part of it for not only the practice, Jim's practice, Trevor's growth, and and so now the clients are secure or more secure, and, and Jim's employees have a better understanding of, of what the path is to go forward. And so a lot of advisors don't, and, and Grant, we're working with a bunch of them, but there's so many more out there that just don't have that in place. Right,
1: if you're an advisor uh, and you're trying to grow your, your business and we get calls daily on this. Hey, I'm trying to, uh, I'm looking to grow my practice and I wanna acquire businesses. Advisors out there think that we just have a Rolodex of clients ready to sell and that you just have to raise your hand and someone's going to give you their practice. It's not that easy. What is easier, in my opinion, is if you are prepared to play what I call long ball and have a growth mindset where you understand that it's going to take time, but figure out a business model where you can be that contingent successor. Right where you have a plan in place where you can go to sort of like paying it forward, right? Doing the right thing within your community of financial advisors, RIAs in, in your marketplace, where you're the business, you're the guy or gal that wants to that's going to be there for anyone that is looking for a real continuity plan. You don't want to merge practices, you don't want to get married, but you want a continuity plan. Be that person. So if you're out there and you're talking to someone about a successor, start with a continuity plan, you're going to give them an out. They don't have to agree, you know, it's a lifetime contract. It's if something happens. There are many firms that have documents already that you can use, you can rely on that stipulate the different things that could and would might happen where that would be executed. But if you become the continuity expert, the continuity go-to person in the community you're doing the right thing, number one, because you're going to help somebody that eventually you might be able to help their family out, which is really important. The other thing you're going to be able to do is really sort of what's in it for you. You're getting your foot in the door with a practice or more than one practice that eventually will sell at some point because they're you know if they're in their 50s or 60s, as the advisor gets older, they're going to start looking for this, an actual successor. And who better than you who they've had a sort of a contingent plan in place for the last five, six, seven, eight years, who better than you to be the first person they come to when they're thinking about ready to sell? The third thing it accomplishes is it allows you to continue to drop seeds in this advisor's mind every year about why wait? Why wait 15 years to do a succession? Why not merge with me today? Make it a little bit more official. So you've you sort of gotten the uh, the ability to date that individual for a period of time without any commitment. And then they'll get comfortable with you. Now, what advisors need to do, and this goes for whether or not you want to you want to be sort of the continuity expert and or you want to be the guy that's the successor. And we hear this all the time when advisors call us and they want to be the, the acquirer. We want you, I want you to go out and help us, you know, bring in ten guys. Yeah, it's
2: like the forty year old version. I watched that movie recently, right? So there's a part in the movie where the, he's speed dating. He's speed his friends are like, "Yeah, you just gotta find, you know, just get, just get in there, just find somebody." Meanwhile, he's in love with this one specific girl. They're a match for each other. They they know each other. But like what you're saying, a lot of advisors will just go right into they think they think this process is speed dating. Oh, let me let me just go speed date. And, you know, I'll hook up with a bunch of other firms that are looking to do it. The right way to do it and, and a bigger opportunity is, you know, long-term relationships and getting to know that advisor, their clients, their process, what their vision is. Right. And being at the end when it's time. It'd be the right match. But yeah. I think, and, and
1: I've heard you on this conversation before when when we talk to people, you say, okay, well, why you? Right. So right. Why Why you? Uh, And they usually don't have a good answer for that. And I ask them, well, what's your value proposition? And it's such a simple question that we're shocked that how many don't have the answer to that question. They don't know why. And so if you want to be this person that is the continuity expert in your community, you have to have a good reason for those advisors to want to do that with you. So what does your team look like? What does your process look like? Do you have a service model? Is it written down? Can you articulate it to somebody? Uh, How do you handle ultra high net worth clients? Or do you only handle small clients? And so if somebody has an ultra high net worth client base and you have a bunch of small clients, well, it's probably not going to be a good fit. So you have to be thinking about those things. What does your team look like? Do you have support staff? Is it just you and and a part-time assistant? If that's the case, good luck getting anybody to do that because then they're going to be asking, well, what happens to you? You What happens to my business if something happens to you? Right, so you have to sort of eat your own cooking here. You have to be thinking about the same stuff. Um, do you have a partner? What does he or she do? Do you have a similar investment style? Are you sort of fly by the seat of your pants with your investments? Or are you doing all annuities and the, the, you know, the advisor that's looking at you, interviewing you for this continuity expert is 90% managed money?
2: One thing you probably don't want to do, so I ran into this recently, you don't want to go into that first meeting, pull out a pen and paper and start asking about the financials. Oh my God. That's,
1: that's, <laughs> that's a great point.
2: If you're doing that, you're, you're going right back into what I think is the misconception here is, is okay, these are all transactions from the advisor standpoint who wants to, to acquire practices and grow. These are all more or less transactions that I'm doing. And in, in reality, it's, it's not so much, hopefully you guys get, you know, understand from this standpoint, it's not best interest or suitability. It's being a fiduciary. And knowing when you need to pull out of that, and not just look at it as a as a as a deal that you're going to do, and you're going to go do do another one.
1: Well, I think even more importantly, and you're so right about going into this thing and saying, well, I'll tell me you about your uh, your payouts and your, you know, what do you have in assets, and you know, what's the revenue you generate on that. You're you're going to scare the person away, because for them it's really about family, it's about their clients and their clients' families, and making sure that. Those things are taken care of. And if you start out with the money, uh, you're going to scare the person away because for them it's not about the money. That's not why they're doing this. Um, you have to understand again. That's part of the value prop. You have to understand why they're doing this, and you have to have a really good answer, and they have to feel comfortable that they are um, going to be taken care of. And then you're not after. You know, we have a saying in this business: it's not about the money, but it's about the money. And we'll cover that on on another episode. As a matter of fact but you know you can't be about the money that advisor is not doing this for the money it's right? short sighted too it's right? very short sighted
2: right cuz how are you ever going to scale your practice if you're just taking on any business out there and you really don't care about the nuts and bolts of it and you're just really in it to you know, to grow your AU- aum by 50% or, or 100%. Yeah, you, you have to have that. It'll what, fail, right? It'll right. fail. It'll, it'll
1: fail. You'll crash. You'll grow too fast. You'll acquire too many clients all at once. Uh, and so, you know, the, so the last point I'll make on this, because again, I want to value everybody's time that's listening, you have to really have a, a plan and a process that you can articulate and make the advisor that's looking for the continuity plan a continuity expert feel comfortable that should something happen to them, their family and their clients and their clients' families who they've known for 10, 20, 30 years in a lot of cases are going to be well taken care of. Thank you. I just wanted to cover that. It was something that's been on my mind. I know maybe got a little bit a little bit long there, but it's important because I think it's a it's a big topic that's being looked over because it's long ball. And in the, in this business I think a lot of people are very short-sighted in trying and looking at how they grow their practices. This is long ball. It's important. If you're an advisor that doesn't have something like this, I would recommend you start really seriously thinking about it. You give advice to your clients about catastrophic planning. You need to be doing the same thing. So with that said, thank you very much. We appreciate your time. We will try to uh, bring the right content to you. We try to be refreshing as possible, hot topics, uh, things that are going on in the news. Uh, We may pop in a uh, podcast once in a while just based on some recent news that got announced My goal here is, again, to make these things very topical, informative, and I promise to keep them short uh, because I value and appreciate all the time you spend with us. Thank you very much and look forward to the next podcast. Thanks. Thanks, folks.
0: You've been listening to the Financial Advisors Advisor Podcast, brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, the leading experts in advisor transitions, succession planning, and broker-dealer and RIA M&A Consulting. If you're looking for strategic advice or solutions on any of those topics within the financial services industry, or you just want to subscribe to the podcast, head on over to ercadvisors.com.